Let's just start. Hey, what's up? This is Craig Conant, Community Service Podcast, and I got my boys here, Tony Solano and Eric J. Friedman. Do you like the J? I, I, I'll take it either way. I, <laughs> I use it in there. There's already an Eric Friedman who's a writer who's much more successful than me. Well, fuck that here. guy. You know, we <laughs> so, could, we could so Tanya Harding him in a minute, yeah. bro. <laughs> we'll take out his fingers. Just kidding. Peace and love. Happiness. Don't do that. He's your one listener at the start. He's, he's, <laughs> he's like, like dedicated hey, fan from the beginning. <laughs> that's my fingers. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that... There's a Craig Conant author, but I'm pretty sure he probably sold uh, not a lot of copies because I've seen like four reviews so on his like, shit. So you're going to do better. I'm going to surpass him pretty soon. Yeah. soon. Craig Conant. Yeah. I'm the top Eric J. Friedman in search stuff, but not the top Eric Friedman yet. There's like doctors and lawyers and stuff. I think I'm the top search Trader Joe's Craig Conant. I was until well, Trader that... Joe's, I would say, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm probably the only uh, Trader Joe's Craig Conant. I fucked up everything I do or say, but I was trying to say that was a, I was for sure the most famous Trader Joe's employee, which sounds so stupid and cocky to say. <laughs> And dumb and obscure. But then there was that one uh, Cosby Show dude. And then... Uh, there was a Cosby he, Show dude who was a... Oh, right, yeah, right. He was, he was for sure right. the most famous. I forgot was but then he was. he quit. Yeah. And then I was there for about two weeks. So then I was number one for sure. But then I got fired. Yeah, and you got so, fired. That's way cooler than quitting. Yeah, yeah, yeah so... Or not. You grew too famous for that. Yeah, I don't know. He was a very nice fella. I'd never met him. What am what? <laughs> <laughs> this is strange. This is this is this is what you're gonna get, podcast listeners. This is who I am. Um. Anyways, yes. let's fucking intro you going. guys. And uh, I met you doing the cartoon court order through Eric Myers. I love that fucking scabby face, son of yeah. a bitch. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, that was a blast. We met a lot of awesome people through that because yeah, I had met Eric doing my first booked stand-up show and he was headlining it and so i knew i knew a bit about him already knew some of his stand-up and tony and i were both talking about it and we're like it'd be really fun to get that voice in a cartoon yeah, eric <laughs> myers is i love him he is truly one of the funniest motherfuckers so i have ever met funny. in my life and he's, he's so sweet and sincere yeah mm-hmm. and i just yeah he's the fucking man I know. I want to see him start doing, get to where he can just start yeah. doing just the big shows and stuff. He, he can and he will. We we know day. what he has to do to get there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, I believe. I believe. Yeah. We so all that, believe in him. That's, that's not, where we all. Yeah. He's the best. But yeah, I met you at, at the little uh, recording studio on the east side. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because that was a cool little space. Yeah, it's a good spot. It's mainly music that's done out of there. I hit up a friend and he let us just rent the room for a few hours and we got that really nice big room too yeah it was yeah. sweet it was rad it was me you stephanie simbari becky robinson sam tripoli jay davis and jay, jay davis da- yeah and we recorded yeah, our cartoons that was, that was so dope yeah and it was cool that was everyone so came on for when the, then when we did the actual pilot later because that was just the short cartoon yeah mm-hmm. I yeah, let me plug these motherfuckers. I forgot. Uh they, they are uh own Tomorrow's Nobody, right? Yep. And they make cartoons and they're comedians and they're funny and they're my friends. Yeah. And uh yeah. they've made cartoons for uh just Bill Tom Burr Segura. and Tom Segura, right? Yeah. Correct. Well the Burr one never came out, but it's still sitting there. 
for all things day. it's for all things comedy gotcha. through them. So at some point it'll come out. Um the Tom Segura one just came out and we did one for Tom that was for Burt Kreischer's Netflix special. Dope. So that one was mm-hmm. fun. So that one's on Netflix? <laughs> that one no, no no. That one it was oh, just it was a the promo. promo. Gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. And gotcha. Tom commissioned us to do it as a present for Bert. <laughs> which yeah. is really funny. So yeah, that was awesome. Tony does all of Adam Ray and Brad Williams stuff. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Drew Lynch too. And oh yeah, we do Drew Lynch's cartoon. And as soon as I get some money, you're gonna do um, mine. Yes. You guys take EBT. Yeah, one hundred percent. Got some ones for Miss Pat. The Miss Pat ones were cool. Oh yeah, Miss Pat one was fun. Uh, did Tiffany Haddish one too? Oh yeah. So these guys are legit as fuck. So if you need any cartoons made, fucking hit them up. Please. And uh, they brought Sour Patch Kids, so that's amazing. Yeah, they're my I favorite. love candy. You can have some. I will have I some. I put them in the fridge, too. They're so good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I just gave them cold brew concentrate. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, and uh, Trader Joe's seven ninety nine. <laughs> it is the shit. If you want your eyeballs to twitch and you to have an anxiety attack and also possibly shit your pants, that's the stuff to get. And then, um, hang on there, Tiger. Let's use a coaster over oh, there. Yeah, sorry about that. Over here doesn't matter. Oh, okay. I'll just do it here yeah. then. I can reach. And then I, I, as you know, I am, uh, I am, I am. I like the poopy stories. So I, I asked them, "Do you have any shit your pants stories?" And Eric goes, "I honestly don't." I said, "Well, here, drink this cold brew concentrate." Yeah, yeah we're about on to, making one. You're about to get one on my couch right now, Make brother. Some moments together. <laughs> So, yeah, let's get to I have it. some close calls. We don't have to start off with poopy. Maybe we'll okay. warm up with some uh, some nice... You got any arrest stories? Any 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 uh, things any things uh, that made you a bad person, then, then, but then possibly led to you becoming a better person? <laughs> that is the overall theme of this show. I'm sure there's some stuff in there, but not... I think most of the run-ins with the law I've had haven't been... Haven't been necessarily stuff that, like, should have even happened or weren't, like, I wasn't doing anything that bad or anything too crazy. Yeah. We could change that. (laughs) Yeah. I could learn a lot from you. Uh, Yeah, most of mine has been on tour, dealing with authority, either out at shows or in the airports. So what's a a just insane? Oh, he tours with uh, Sublime. These guys are renaissance, man. They we, fucking make cartoons, do stand-up podcasts, tour managers with Sublime. I mean, come we on. All, we're, we, we're tired. We all got pulled aside uh, going into Australia last year. I think it was last year. Um, and uh, actually, a few of our guys, like two of our guys got pulled aside. Dog smelled something. Didn't have anything, but had smoked weed. The guys smoke a ton of weed. Everything smells like weed um, on our stuff. So we get stopped a lot of times where we don't have anything. Uh, They were so mad that they came and found the rest of our group um, who were already out past security and dragged us back in. And then as soon as there were some other people like not dragged back in, I was just like, like, go, go. (laughs) Like you're not with our group. Get out of here. Um, who? They made us like one by one pull up all of our bags and like open them up, and the dogs would run around the bags and then run around us and then like sniff us and this and that. And uh, the 
best part was that and this took so long, like an hour and a half or two. Um, the best part was when uh, Eric, the bass player, this gets a shit story too. Eric's like, I gotta go take a shit, and the guy's like, All right, but I'm coming in there with you. And so one of the like TSA Imagine dudes that, or whatever, your jo- that's your job. <laughs> yeah, so you're searching people for drugs. In real, I'm five years sober, but who gives a fuck? You know, you could tell the your your band is not into distributing, which is I can see how you're against that. Yeah. It's probably just minuscule amounts for oh, personal yeah. use only. And then you follow a guy and watch him. So poop. that was the best part. The guy, the guy's like, I'm going to have to, you know, look through your shit afterwards. I'm going to have to like look through your, he didn't say shit. I'm going to have to look through your poop or whatever. Well, he, he literally went through his fecal he, matter. He had to go through it. He put on gloves oh, okay. and had to go through it, which is the best part. Cause like we won at that. Point. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Eric just turns to him and he goes, shitty job, huh? Yeah. Oh Yeah. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and it was just, everyone's just like trying not to laugh in the faces of all of these guys. And then. At that point, I, made a I couple, would. I made be, a couple calls too. And some I would people quit. Let us out. Yeah. Yeah. What we did got you out of there. We didn't have any. We didn't have anything. We had the smell of weed on us. Oh, yeah. We didn't. I, we imagine didn't that. Anything. Literally the odor of marijuana, a plant that grows naturally on this fucking earth. And you're a guy who's digging through a stranger's turds. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, I was, ba- what the fuck? Yeah. This world is ass backwards. They're crazy in a lot of places. Jesus me. Christ. We've been with Cypress Hill and they've gotten rolled and stuff coming out of Texas and shit like that. Like, Texas is no joke. Yeah. Um, and then you made me rem- you reminded me of a story that I had fucking forgotten about. Yeah. Amsterdam. <laughs> uh, smuggling drugs from country to country. <laughs> oh, my start. God. This story is crazy. Which drugs? All of them. No, what, <laughs> whatever you could buy. Uh, there might have been some opium in there. I'm not sure. It was dark days, gentlemen. Dark days. Yeah. Fun, opium sign. I've never days. been around. Yeah. It's delicious. <laughs> 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 no, me and my buddy, this, this, these, yeah, you fucking flashbacks. I was like 1920 and I sold a bunch of weed, saved up about 10 grand, and went to Amsterdam with my buddies, uh, Andrew, Mike, Justin, four degenerate dum dums. <laughs> There's so many layers, it's different stories about this trip. Uh, anyways, I'm going to tell you too. So we get there, we're just, we're fucking drug addicts, and we're eating space cakes. And oh, uh, yeah. I don't know what they put in those. I think there might be a little hallucination I think shit in the, there. Well, at one time, I know there was a lot of mushrooms in Amsterdam. I don't think there's as many, but there you was could mushrooms get a lot then, of mushrooms. This was fourteen, fifteen years ago. Yeah, there and was we definitely got them. them then. And I don't know what we were eating, but we were tripping because it was more than weed. I know that much. Anyways, we we get. We get there, we go straight to a cafe, you know, where they smoke and shit and sell weed. And then uh, we're getting on our train or tram or whatever to go to our hostel. And uh, fucking three of us get on. Andrew is just stoned. And then we literally see the subway fucking doors shut. And we look out, and it's just him, and he just stands there and waves at us like this. (laughs) We just go, bye. And this is, we're in another country. This is 14 years ago. No cell phones, no internet. Like, we don't, he doesn't have Uh, any of the information of where we're staying. (laughs) Oh, 
and we just get to the and like at the time it was emotional we're like oh shit we just lost a friend he looked so sad it was like we just (laughs) lost a child and you know just like the like this, we were like, "Oh shit!" We might have chuckled, but we were really like genuinely worried. And then we get to the hostel, and we get there, and then we just smoke weed and we forget about him. And it was just weird. It's like, oh well, up? his brother. <laughs> that's the thing. He showed up, but I swear to God, it was like eight to ten hours later, oh and he had no idea which hostel. So he went to just was just, just going to every one. single hostel. Thank God, Amsterdam. Is actually quite a small city. Yeah. And but it big. took him about eight to ten hours to find us. He finally wow. showed up like <sighs> like with that frantic just sweat and cry like I had an emotional day and we were just like, Oh yeah, we forgot about you. <laughs> Poor and, guy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's another story. Uh this uh the smuggling of the drugs. So at this point the the two this same trip though. Same trip. It was like two weeks, but it felt like two years. And uh, the my buddies, uh, they went home, and it was just me and and we were going. Justin, I don't know why I'm naming them, but I know you're just outing people. On the- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, whatever. None of these are famous people. You don't need yeah, to drop it doesn't their names. matter. What am I going to affect? Justin B. His job with the city, you know. <laughs> Anyways, not a good job. Anyway, nothing. Right? <laughs> nothing. Dude, we're helping city this job. man. <laughs> We, uh, we're drug addicts, you know, and, and then, uh, in his backpack, I was smart enough, uh, to realize that, you know, there's no need for both of us to smuggle the drugs. If you're going to do it, you know, might as well carry all of them. I don't want to go to prison too, Yeah. yeah. but I still had a little weed on me because I was just a fucking idiot. And then, uh, he, uh, we're... Go, taking the the Euro fucking train to mm-hmm. from Amsterdam to Paris, and then we're uh, sitting yeah. waiting for the train, and this dog comes up to me and he pats me, and I'm so fucking drugged down out of him. Like, hey, puppy, how are you? <laughs> oh, he's licking my. He face. likes me. I'm yeah. scratching him, and then uh, <laughs> the fucking I see a cop behind them and then oh. they're like you have drugs i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> that's not the first response please did you audibly say uh oh <laughs> but i know that i have like little itty bitty like like probably okay amounts you know right. and he my buddy sitting next to me has all the amounts and then uh and he's got uh ecstasy mushrooms opium hash Weed, Stuff they're gonna just get a backpack full, yeah. not like mass amounts, but enough, you know, for two fucking, for a, uh, for two druggies <laughs> and a long lost weekend, you know. Yeah. And then uh, I just stand up immediately and volunteer me to search. Yeah. And they search the fuck out of me, thank God. And I just had a little bit of weed. Mm-hmm. And then there, it was like just the gram or whatever personal use. It might have just been a joint. I don't really remember. It was so long ago, but it was just See? a little bit of weed and. And they found it, and I was like, yeah, that's it. And they searched me, and that's all they found. And then they go to my buddy, and this oh, is man. good old, honest, fucking trustworthy Europe cops. Because he just had a little roach on him, too, and he goes like this. And, yeah. and then they go, oh, okay. And they good don't move. search his backpack. Yeah. And then they go down to the next fucking bench, and there's a fucking dude. And they pat him. They search him. They open up his backpack. And he had drugs and like probably the same amount or even less than us. They cuff him and take him away. And me and him just look at each other. We're like, fuck. And then we just go to Paris. And then we do all the drugs. Yeah, that's it. And then we do all. And we got away with it. Yeah, that stuff's crazy. God. 
we've had a lot of crazy run-ins similar to that or a little different. I mean, well, with just weed, but um, going into Canada border, driving in and stuff. There isn't weed. They're kind of legal. It's completely yeah. legal now. But that's uh, like last week. But that's yeah, that's yeah. like a month or two ago that it passed. Um, parts of it have been uh, legal for a while, but even driving in to those places, they still you can't cross the border with any of it. That's so dumb. It's, just it's a way legal to shake it here down. now, legal there now, maybe at some border states. Yeah. But yet you can't fucking bring... Yeah. Oh, God. It's just ways for them fucking to make suck my asshole countries and your laws, your pussy laws. Yeah. It might change a little bit now that it's fully legal yeah. across Canada. You're like, I like we'll California see. Kush. Fuck your British Columbia Kush. Yeah. <laughs> I don't fuck with that schnickel fits, motherfucker. <laughs> I want my old goddamn put a little hair on my chest Kush. Oh, yeah, they're buying ours Oh, anyways. I miss Kush. I'm going to relapse yeah. after this episode. <laughs> I've been really wanting to eat mushrooms lately. Mm. Yeah, that does sound fun. It sure does. <laughs> oh, I have another story. You guys are that Amsterdam trip is so full of stories. So the same shit happens in Paris. Me and my buddy, this is just the two of us, me and Justin, we go to uh, Eiffel Tower and uh, we're both sick at that point because we did like 10 days in Amsterdam. This is November. It's raining. It's freezing. We're riding bikes. We're doing drugs. We're drinking. We're not eating. So we get sick. By the time we get to Paris, we're just fucking weak week uh, anybody who saw me when i got back from that trip they would literally would be like oh my god what happened to you so i just lost weight and got pale because it was just a drug diet drug and beer yeah, diet for two so, weeks yeah. i ate a lot of like sweets though they have delicious sweets. no they do no nutrition sweets, but no yeah whatsoever <laughs> right get to paris go to eiffel tower he's not feeling well he goes i'm gonna go back to the hotel i said okay and then I stay there for a few more hours, you know, enjoying the fucking tourist shit of Paris. We oui, we, oui. and then uh, <laughs> not and like then, the Paris we oui, we's, oui, right? I know I sound so French too. <laughs> and then uh, just when I laugh mainly, and then you look I a little French, yeah, I probably am. We are mutts. And then I go back to the hotel, and same thing, Andrew that he got lost. I cannot find my hotel. When you're on drugs and in another country, write down stuff. Write down cross streets, addresses. Oh, yeah. I did none of that. Just like, oh, I'll find it. No, you fucking won't. I'm lost for maybe three to four hours. So long that I'm, you know, you know when you're just like. That's a big city. This this, this isn't funny anymore. Yeah. Like you start crying. You're just like, I'm lost. My feet hurt. I have don't I don't know the name. I don't know the address. I like what is wrong with me? Opium, that's what. And then uh <laughs> finally I fucking find it and I'm just like, oh you know just emotional relief. distress. Yeah. And I get there, relief, lay down, and I'm just twacked out and I just Justin's not there yet. And then maybe two hours later, he comes just like <sighs> and it's cold and it's rainy November in Europe. And he's like, oh, my God, I've been lost for eight hours. And he <laughs> was lost. both got lost we separately. Got, both got lost. I thought I was lost a long time. He left hours before me. I did the tour shit. Yeah. And then I got lost. So even if you guys had stayed together, you still would have gotten I'm lost. I'm glad I was separate because at least I was a little more wits about me. I was yeah. like, oh, you're lost for six, seven hours. I only had four hours, motherfucker. Yeah, and, and you got to see the sight, so everybody wins. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, 
that's it. I've taken some wrong turns going down streets before out of the country, but I've never been lost for hours. I was lost in I'd Mexico fired, at nighttime though. and ended up at a little supermarket and a family. Me and my buddy were coked up. This is another story. <laughs> it's, it's too many stories. That's what you should have called this podcast. That's another story. That's, That's another, another story. <laughs> right? And then... Uh, yeah, oh, jeez. I feel like I'm telling all the stories. I got a cop story that changed my life. Okay, don't let me forget. You go, and then I go. Coked-up story in Mexico. Lost with lobsters. <laughs> <laughs> I won't forget. Were the, were the lobsters on your side? Were they part of your... They just were delicious. <laughs> oh, okay, you didn't have to fight them or anything. No. Yeah, I was expecting live lobsters. <laughs> Some kind of battle. And I made it. Um... My cop story is I used to drive Lyft and Uber for a little bit. And uh, one night, it was like 11.45 Monday night, uh, or sorry, 1.45 a.m., about to be closing time. And I pulled into my driveway. I get a call. And I'm like, ah, one more. Let's make some money. I pick up these two horrible girls in the Hollywood Hills who were like, That yeah. never happens. Right? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hollywood Hills. <laughs> so they're like, they're talking like, you got to stop cheating on David because he bought you this iPhone and tickets to Six Flags. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> Don't let these girls say all this horrible shit. Uh, Six Flags is like the cheapest of the theme parks. That's yeah, but <laughs> an iPhone? Uh, an iPhone? That's yeah. expensive. I'll date David. Was that <laughs> <laughs> so they're like formulating a text to like prove to David they weren't out cheating. And uh, we're on the 101. They pull out one of those things Matthew McConaughey had in the beginning of Wolf of Wall Street. Those little Coke spoon uh, deals. Yeah. And they're doing little bumps in the back of my car. And like they're wrapping their hand around and tr- offering me coke, and at the time oh, I've never was, done it. It was nice of them, really kind, right? But it was also super well lit where we were. And I'm like, hey, can we not? <laughs> I'm scared of that now. Um, Sounds like David's girlfriend just likes sharing <laughs> a lot, actually. <laughs> uh, so like, I drop them off, and then I pick up these two dudes on the way back. Uh, they both look like Gabriel Iglesias, and I come to find out that they're a couple. <laughs> Coming to find out, it was Gabriel Iglesias. <laughs> I, was, I was drunk and seeing too. I found the one person that loves me. Um, Did you so, do the coke? No, I didn't do the coke at the time. You're strong. Thank you. Thank you very much. I didn't know the wonders of it at that time. In that it's age. a terrible drug, but boy, is it fun! Tell me about <laughs> it. Uh, so, so I pick up these two dudes, uh, and, and uh, they're both super hammered, and one of them's crying. And I'm like, ah, is everything all right? And uh, the one guy's like, yeah, I just wish it went better. And he's like angrily saying that to his boyfriend. And the other one's like, look, man, I, Christina is a really good friend. I love her. I want you to love her. She's really cool. And then they're like, okay. And they pass out halfway through the ride. They wake up. And then the cops, uh, where they wake up, they pull their heads both out of the car at the same time are vomiting on the five. So I pull over. The Gabriels? Oh, yeah. The Gabriels. I remember talking to you after this one happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're both vomiting. And then uh, a bright light, and there's a cop coming, and uh, he pulls me out of the car. He gives me a field sobriety test, and I'm like, no, nah, I'm working. But the meter's running, so go ahead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Let's string this out. I'm sober. Never been paid to take Never mind. a field sobriety <laughs> test before. Never. Every other time it cost me. Um, so Did you say, don't disregard this powder on my nose, sir? I was a <laughs> coked up Becky who was cheating on her man and yeah. shoved it in my face. God damn it, Becky. God yeah, damn it, Becky. Uh, <laughs> so uh, he 
pulls the two dudes out of uh, my car. And he's like, look, you're fucking up this guy's car. He's driving you Lyft. I should pull you guys in for public drunkery or whatever it is. Was it uh, public intoxication? And uh, Yeah, the- you know this one. Craig. I got that story <laughs> of that one. Word. <laughs> you've public got, drunkery. You've gotten this written down on some papers, right? <laughs> I do. <laughs> so, I woke uh, up with a scab on my face. I almost got you trouble for public intoxication once too yeah you did you're puking bud in that fucking it was my birthday so uh (laughs) was your birthday all right so anyway uh get the gabriels back and we're driving off and they they had their little nap so they completely are different the other one who was like i just want you to love christina she's like my best friend i was like you want fuck christina (laughs) she's super angry about christina after 10 minutes of cop interactions and uh I drop them off. I'm going back and get one more call. It's the two girls from earlier. No way. Yeah, except something bad happened. Like, they are crying. Their makeup's all fucked up, and they're in a bed. Well, they've been cheating on their man and doing coke. What did you think? Something good was going to happen? Karma's a bitch. (laughs) He'll knock you down. Yeah, also, partly, this is your fault, because you should have stopped taking... Calls I was so hungry for two money. Of these, just... I wanted money so bad, and I, and I was new to LA at the time, so I was like, "Is this what happens?" Yeah, on after, Monday if nights? those are my first two pickups, I'm done. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just gonna go start over. I'll I'm start gonna tomorrow. Take a take a nap. No, that's why I quit. Get a new shower. <laughs> that's why I quit Uber. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the end. So what happened when you picked back up those girls? Oh yeah, no, I just picked them up, and they were totally crying and having a bad time, and I thought it was super funny, because <laughs> they're super forward and kind of shitty. Isn't it the best to just... And I wish well upon almost all human beings, but when somebody has it coming, and they get it, you know, isn't it just a joy? <laughs> yeah, I hate yeah. that I enjoy that twinkle. so much. But they have to have it that coming. They have to be to a terrible it. person. Yeah. And then I'm so like, good. yeah, fuck you. Well, Becky. to be fair, it's fun to see in the other way too. When someone gets, someone deserves something good, and something good yeah. happens. So that you know, just to be happens clear, in both way. I keep saying Becky, not Becky Robinson. She's a sweetheart. I love her. It's just that that's the go-to white girl <laughs> trash name. <laughs> you know, it's in all the rap I songs. I try and not and use that name yeah. anymore as the go-to. If I'm using a name and a joke for something like that, I always it's, make sure to go far to the side. She knows. It. I think she has yeah. bits about it. She too. Has it bits just about it. has a good. It's just the scapegoat yeah. white girl name of trash. Yeah, it's, yeah. it hits nice. It's that you're nice, too. Brian Moses <laughs> just walked by us. That's the man what right up? there. That's my neighbor. He's, what up? Did you hear that? Um. Anyways, that's crazy. Yeah, I've never done Uber. I uh, never will do Uber. Uh, yeah, I won't do it either. I made $1,000 off Lyft once, though, because yeah. of Tony. Well, maybe I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was I, perfect. I, made, I did one drive, and I drove my friend. Yeah. <laughs> uh, to the gas station. To the ga- no, from the gas station to the recording studio around the corner. 1000 bucks. Um, How does that work? So there was some sort of like promotion thing that Tony got where it was... They only did it for a little bit because they started losing a bunch of money. Yeah, they really started doing it. Oh, because they didn't they, put in stipulations and shit? Not, no. not enough. They, they made cut it, it where, off, but he just made it. Yeah, oh, I man. got it just in time. Tony had it where if like you got someone new to sign up, become a driver, and do their first drive in like this month span, you both got $1,000. Damn. Right? You got $1,000 yeah, yeah, too. Got yeah, yeah, you both got $1,000. So I was like, okay, cool. I can go become a Lyft driver. So I went... Did the thing. Someone came out. I uh, did that little drive around with him. And then I was like, oh, I got to do a, a drive today. And so I was driving my friend to the recording studio already. Uh, and I just, um, I just like, hey, open Lyft up. 
call. So, and he even canceled like two so until he got to oh me. Oh, my God. <laughs> so not only was it, it a $1,000 ride, but it was a ride you were already doing. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. That's really oh, Even better, system, it, was, uh, it was Rome. I was taking Rome to a recording session. Yeah. Um, the total for the the ride that he paid was four dollars and twenty cents <laughs> i was like this is like this, this was meant to happen that's synchronous <laughs> and, and that was a thousand dollars i needed i was sleeping on couches and stuff that's like that. so funny 420 such a perfect amount but yes yeah, so i made one thousand four four dollars and twenty cents <laughs> wow that's fantastic. And you never did And then I never drove yeah. Lyft again. They probably got that so much. Like, but they had a bunch because even right as I was about to do it, Tony's like, dude, you got to do this soon. I think they're going to get rid of it. They're starting to yeah. make it more difficult to change yeah. it. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, this should have been like a 200 ride minimum or something. Do they think I was going to do a ride and then get addicted to it? I'm like, yeah, this is great. Yeah, I love strangers (laughs) puking in my car, shoving coke up my nose. But I'll take $1,000 for I had that coke dispenser you're talking about. Yeah. I had the better one. It looked like a bullet, and it would load up little shooters so you could do it like in front of people, and they wouldn't even notice. Mm -hmm. And I would always do it like at the bar in front of people and go, and then... uh, and then I would get away with it, and I'd be like, did, did you see me just do coke right now? They're like, no. And I was like, well, I did. <laughs> and then I was like, why did I tell them that? Yeah, the whole purpose was to hide the coke it. coke made you cocky. <laughs> it does. It always does. Got your ego going. That was a bullet shooter. Don't do drugs, kids. Five years sober. But if you do, get yourself a bullet. <laughs> I'm the worst. It's like You're going to get the weirdest sponsors <laughs> for this podcast. A fucking AA slash a coke dealer. No, yeah, it all leads to arrest and darkness and bad times, so don't do it. But What about that lobster fight, though? Oh, yeah, the goddamn langostas, huh? <laughs> That's Spanish for That's lobsters. Babies, yeah. I'm half Mexican. Um, me and my buddy were going uh, to an angel game. My dad gave me free tickets, and they're like really good seats. And uh, it was at a time where I watched baseball, and I was an angel fan because it was that time they won the World Series, and Mike Sosha was coaching them and all that shit. Sure. Garrett Anderson, Trust remember that? No. Believe, no, oh, anyways, no. I've never no, been no, a baseball sports. fan. I can name like players from the yeah. '90s and sports. the early 2000s. I can't name one guy now, you know. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so it was free tickets, good seats. We're like, fuck yeah, let's go! And I just had to go pick up the tickets from my dad's house, and then we start driving to uh, the Angel Stadium in Anaheim. And as we're getting close and approaching the stadium, I realized I didn't pick up the tickets. <laughs> so it was just a druggie the at that time yeah. oh my god we had the cooler full of beer we had all the, the fucking snacks we had everything except the fucking tickets that were free and the whole purpose and then it was me and my buddy Jason and I keep naming everybody but who gives a fuck and then uh, <laughs> we're just both you know just dumb guys that the one uppers you know drunk like oh you try to do a backflip and never done one in your life I could do it too that's our personalities at that time. Was we're that just, one of the things that actually happened? Yeah, I landed on my head and neck, and everybody thought I was dead, and I just got up. <laughs> was this I on concrete, too? This or was on grass, grass, thank God. Okay. Thank God. But I was so coked up, and I was got up and did it again, and then kind of almost landed it. Yeah. I That's mean, the insane mentality. confidence. Yeah, I was like, point. I could do yeah. it. Yeah. Anyways, so that was... I think that's like 90% of doing a backflip is... It's confidence. It's the confidence. Commitment. It's coke. Yeah, it's just coke. It's First one I slipped. Second one I landed on my like toes, then knees and shins, and and kind of 
did it. Like yeah. 90%. That's probably better than you do. But that Not story confident. was just to let you know our personalities because it yeah. leads to this. So we're getting to Anaheim. We It's Angel Stadium. We don't have the tickets. I look at him. I don't even remember who says it, but it was as a joke. I think I did. I was like, fuck it. Let's just go to Mexico. You know? And he's like, all right. You know? Or vice versa. Yeah. This is how most Mexico's trips start. Oh, my used God. Used to, at least. But maybe recently, not as much. Two dumb guys. We cross the border. We both look at each other. We like, I can't believe we actually did this. Like, why? What is wrong with us? Yeah. And, and the, the, was this long enough ago where you didn't even need like passport yeah. or anything on you? you just like, this is the same. This is fourteen, fifteen years ago. ID. Yeah. yeah, ID. That's all you needed. And we're like, fuck it. We'll go to Puerto Nuevo. We'll get lobsters. That's <laughs> where the lobsters come in. So we go to Puerto Nuevo, Nuevo, and we're drinking uh, beers, Coronas, eating lobsters. It's like 20 bucks. All you can eat lobsters, beers. It's fantastic. We finish the meal. The waiter comes up to us with the bill and he goes, ¿Quieres coca? And we're like, What? He's like, Cocaína. And we're like, Yeah. Si. Si. Si se puede. And then, uh, and then we buy coke from the server after eating lobster. <laughs> and we get all coked up. It's probably it was more than a lobster. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> and then, uh, and we get all coked up and now we're. Drunk and coked up in Mexico. And then, of course, as any... There's songs about this, I think. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I get the songs. And then we didn't... uh, You know, as most coke bingers go, when you come down, you want more. And you'll you'll stop at nothing. So then we're walking the streets of Mexico asking strangers for cocaine. One gentleman says, I can help you. He leads us down an alley. Keep in mind, <laughs> oh, the sun's God. setting. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sun's setting, and Sounds it's like getting a dark now. Gentleman. You know, oh. he's like, "I'll help you." The sun's coming down; it's becoming night. We're fucking walking. The two white boys. I'm half Mexican, but nobody can fucking tell that. I look white yeah. as, as hell. And then uh, we're walking the streets of Mexico down dark alleys, and this is like a Tuesday, you know. And we're walking, and uh, and then he leads us to this this place. And it is just of uh, where we look at each other, and we're a little (laughs) nervous, but we want the coke so bad. We, we, you know, we with our eyes, we go, we we might get murdered or get kidnapped, but we're gonna see this thing through. And so (laughs) that's addiction. (laughs) That's addiction. That's bad, bad, bad. Get sober. And then we uh, we follow this guy, and he goes and puts us in this room to like this business, and it's just. I'm not even kidding. This is, it's like once upon a time in Mexico, we're just like at a bar, in an office behind a bar. It's ghetto. It's dirty. Everything's creaking. And then this guy goes up into an office. And he goes, let me go check, see if it's okay. And then he goes and does whatever. He probably just says, I got two white boys coked up. They want to coke. You want to sell? And then they said, yeah. And then he said, it's okay. And then we go in there and we give them money. We get drugs and we leave unharmed. And then we get more coked up than we were. Wow, yeah, I didn't. Exp- I mean, I knew obviously you lived in the story, <laughs> or you wouldn't be talking about it. But <laughs> yeah. I definitely didn't expect no, to go. Well, I expected they were, they were kind drug dealers, at and... least possibly rob you or nothing, or not get get you coke. We got a good amount Offer for you some a good other price. Stuff. Yeah, nothing happened. It was a good deal. <laughs> we weren't robbed. We weren't harmed or molested in any way. <laughs> was this gentleman in a suit? <laughs> no, it's just a street. Street just dude. a street man. This is a street, street man. man. And then we get all fucked up. We're drinking. 
And then we realized, we're like, oh, shit, we got to go back to America. You know, like, we, uh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what we're doing down here. And then we start to drive back, and we're all fucked up. And I'm driving. Don't drink and drive, kids, but this was a long time ago. And then uh, and then we just get lost. We get so lost. This is this is a theme of I know, all of your stories. This is, this is what <laughs> was GPS like the greatest thing ever invented I had a for you? Thomas guide. This wasn't GPS. What's yeah, that, this was pre-GPS. Yeah, if it yeah. was GPS, but you were excited you were rich. when you got GPS. Yeah, but I was old school, and, and I held out, and I held out. I got a Thomas guide, and my roommate was like, she's like, I got an iPod with GPS. I was like, I have a Thomas guide. This is better. I don't trust that. I never trust. As a man who gets lost so much, yeah. you should like get a map or something. This is on cocaine. Guy, he's good. This is on cocaine. Fold out maps and just circle. <laughs> you stay here. <laughs> and then even, even fucked up, you can just show it to someone and be like, help. Am I How do this, I get back to that? Am I in this circle? Help me get back to the circle. One of my buddies uh, before GPS, the first time he went to Japan, he said that he saw this like big giant Coca-Cola billboard and like he's like, okay, cool. Our hotel's near that. And then he's getting drunk and wandering around for hours. And then he looks up and notices that there's like ten other giant Coca-Cola billboards. Yeah. He's like, oh, I'm fucked. I'm I never had the same mentality. Home. That's how it gets me. Like, oh, it's yeah. by that thing and this thing. You're in another country. Yeah. You lose sight of that shit in that. I mean, if you're in a hotel, hold on to whatever you can from the hotel that has the name and stuff on it. From the sound of these stories, is it? You think I planned that far ahead? No, I do all that now. Now I'm like safe. Yeah, I'll fucking uh, write down the address. <laughs> I know. Oh Jesus Christ! Take a picture of the building as you walk out. Well, I mean, obviously there were phones now. and stuff, but just take take the fucking notepad from the hotel. Take anything that has the hotel name and well, address I'm, on it. I'm sober now, and none of these things happen to me yeah. anymore. Hardly ever. So thank God. So if you're sick of that lifestyle, just stop. Yeah, or if you're going to be fucked up, just still get in the habit of just putting something in the hotel, in your pocket from the hotel. Take one of their pens. Take a pen, (laughs) anything. Yeah, but the the this family ended up saving us, so we were so lost, so lost, just just driving and guessing, just taking rights and lefts, and we end up lost in the hills, and we were at a grocery store. Let's ask somebody. There's a language barrier. I know a little bit of Spanish, but so such a fucking poquito. Do you, such a little <laughs> do you know more Spanish when you were on drugs or less? More. More? That's what I it's was thinking. It's weird. Cause, well, because yeah, you are more confident with it and stuff, so you're yeah. probably like, oh, I'll try this word even if it's maybe wrong or whatever. Or you're going to second-guess yourself it, otherwise. Yeah. And then we ended up at this grocery store and uh, asking people for help, and nobody would help us. No one. They were just like, get away, you fucking weird white boys. And then finally this family came up. When we were like over asking people, we were just sitting there like uh, just fucking lost with the frantic, probably pale look that a lot. What were you asking? This, uh, I don't even know. Donde está America? Ayúdame, ayúdame, por favor. Um when we were over it, finally a family approaches us and helps us after we're just fucking futile and over it. And then they go, what are you doing here? Like, because we weren't even, we went, you know, borders that way. We went the opposite direction. And we're like, we don't know. Help us. And then they do. And they drive us. They said, just follow us. Stay close. Yeah. to Mexico. It's crazy. We'll drive you to the border. 
and then we'll leave. I tried to give them like 40 bucks because we're so grateful. Mm. And they said, no, no, no. And they would not take our money. I have no idea who they are. And they drove us to the fucking border. And when the last little fork in the road, they went like, you go straight. And they went left and we went home. And if it wasn't for them, we would have straight up slept in our car and reconfigured in the daytime because we were just fucked. Because we had no idea, no map. Nothing, no GPS, coked up, drunked up, driving a Ford Ranger pickup truck. Yeah, this story should have gone so much worse. You guys are, you know, so uh, you guys are lucky. You just ran into lots of really awesome, good people and didn't fuck up anywhere else. Because you guys were so messed up. It's like you usually run into the wrong people (laughs) in those times. Moral of the story, do good deeds because I'm sure I've done plenty of bad, but I return... uh, yeah, cell phones and wallets and uh, pick things up or, you know, whatever. And, uh, you know, it uh, helped me out when I'm mm-hmm. coked up lost in Mexico. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the universe found me home or God or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Someone got you there. I got lost in Montreal once. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's total language barrier, too. Uh, I, I went up there with a classmate of mine when I was in college because her family's from there. And uh we went up and we're like, yeah, we're just going to drink, have a great time in Montreal. And we did. We're all hammered. Uh, and it's at night. And uh, we're in this one bar. And she's like, when I say run, you got to run. And I'm like, why? <laughs> like, What are you talking about? You could have briefed me before we were like two hours in on drinking at this place. Um, <laughs> yeah, I didn't know there was going to be exercise involved. <laughs> yeah, I'm not ready to sweat at all. <laughs> so, uh, So we're drinking and everything. And she's like. Okay, now. I'm like, what? She's like, run. She darts out. I'm like, oh, man. And I set my drink down, and I'm running with her in these streets, and I don't know where I am. I had a good idea where I was. I knew where we were staying, but now we're gone. I'm just following her. And I'm like, where are we running from? She's like, these people. I never got along with them. It's this whole thing, and she wouldn't explain it. Uh, She goes up these stairs into this person's house. It's just an unlocked door. And there's just these three old French Canadian dudes sitting at a table listening to a radio drinking. They're super old. And I don't know what they're saying because the language barrier, but I hear one of them say Yankee. And I'm like, oh, he's talking about me. That's these. Did she know them or did she She just started talking to them and I realized she knew them. And I'm like, cool, we didn't just wander into someone's house. I'm starting to calm down. She had a plan. Kind of, yeah, I assume so. But everything she said was in French. She was a classmate of mine in college. And she's French? She yeah, oh, she's Canadian? from Montreal, and oh, she okay. killed so, a man in a bar and made you an accomplice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and now what we're just running the through these bar? streets. What happened? And uh, I I I never got her to explain it, but we we go out the back door of this person's place and we're walking the streets again. And I'm like, all right, oh, where are we? And she's like, yeah, uh, we're like super far away from where we're supposed to be. We ran for a minute. It's the only time you I guys go through a portal out the back door. We went <laughs> through alleys and all sorts of shit. It was like zigzagging. I don't know what she was running from, but we're in the streets and we're like back in front of where bars are. And the story ends with some old lady putting her parrot on my shoulder. And that was kind of cool. <laughs> but I was super. How drunk. did you get back? We wandered. Uh, wandered. We just kind of wandered. Like, she had an idea where she was because she knew those old French dudes. Gotcha. And then we slipped out the back door, and we just kept going. And I'm like, I kind of think I know where we are. There's our hostel. Can we go back in there? But uh, it was a terrible, terrible run. 
And I'm a fat guy, so I'm I not really used to. I really want to know what she did. So, yeah, me neither. Bugging me. She, I don't even talk to her anymore. She disappeared before she told you to run? Or Tweet her right now She went out, out first. God damn it. <laughs> did she fight someone? She killed someone's know. car? I think she's uh, the definitely a trouble top of the toilet. maker person. <laughs> she was this person. She, she introduced me to Salvia uh, way back when. Yeah, I fucked that drug. That's I not good for you. Everybody who tricks a buddy into doing it. Oh, people who get tricked into doing it. That's really fucked up. That's because well, they rude. said they told me it's just like mushrooms. I'd done mushrooms 50, 60, I don't know how many fucking <laughs> times, you know? And I was like, I love mushrooms. I'll take a bong head of that. And then it doesn't kick in right away. So they're like, take another one. And then it like was a slow roll and kicked in. And I was like, yeah. this is that. It's like dementia. Like, why would I ever want to feel that way? I can't walk or talk. I don't know what's that going on. It, it feels like a, a drug Hannibal Lecter would give me to then fucking murder me. <laughs> yeah. I like drugs that make... Or no more drugs, everybody. I have to, like, make sure. I'm, I feel like I'm, like promoting drug use and i'm like wait no i'm sober don't do it <laughs> you, you promote just, the good times of it but then if you well if you do too much then you ultimately your, it fries your brain uh, and then yeah it disrupts your marriage Every, or relationship or home and all if, that shit if you can do most things in moderation then most of them are fine but certain ones like that that are because that one's super thin, synthetic that and not in shit, terrible. right? Terrible. All that stuff's just The whole point of that is I just like shit. drugs that make me feel good. Yeah. I don't want to be like, I want something that'll make me feel like I'm 89 with Alzheimer's. Yeah. You know, <laughs> I don't want that. <laughs> Which is the one that makes feel like my face is melting off. Yeah. It's like slamming on the brakes for your brain, I feel. I want to feel tingly and love and, and like my toes are coming. What? <laughs> what Which drug? Is drug? This? Yeah, that's some good. Do you old, remember uh, drugs? Opioid. Any uh, opium? Doesn't sound like drugs. Um, that's the opium family. Oh. Ah. What time? What the, time we at? The dens. Forty-eight minutes. It is hard. You know, as soon as I hit the fifty-minute marker, I always am like, you start petering out. <laughs> start petering. All right. What about them poops? Need to get lit. Oh, the poopy stories. We still got poopy stories, and I still got one more story. You said faces melting off. Did I tell you that story? Uh, no, but um, <laughs> no. Down what? to here, does oh, it have man. to do with poop? Is my bu- did, did you do the lobster story? I did. Yeah, you did a lot of stories. It was a great story. Yeah, I ended with a very nice family. Yeah, uh, my buddy JP, Jason, coked up Mexico friend. So it was his girlfriend or ex girlfriend. I don't remember. I mean, ex girlfriend now, but like. We were eating mushrooms, and, and it was me and a couple buddies and his girlfriend. Ex, I think they might have just broken up, and somehow we got pawned off with her. Because I say that because all of us had eaten mushrooms many, many, many of times. We know what to do. We know what yeah. to expect. We know how to handle it. It was her first time. So we're all tripping. Me and my buddies were degenerate druggies, and we're having a fucking blast. We're in my garage. This is high school <laughs> shit. My, it was like the 70s show. I had a garage foosball table, dartboard. We had throwing knives. We'd throw it at the dartboard. If it hit the dartboard and bounced back at you, if you caught it, you get to throw it again. We were psychopaths. You were trying to catch the knife? Yeah, Jesus, it was fun. Dude. But it was because we were drunk. Anyways. How many times <laughs> did that go poorly? That Well, that was the deal. And like the... the, the uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it could go bad. That's why, like, we would play... Uh, How throw- many times did it not go bad? People got <laughs> cut. It was just a little it? cut, you know? <laughs> One guy got stuck in the chest, but... <laughs> but it's just get you a little bit. It goes in a quarter inch. It's just a little alcohol. You're fine. 
But uh, we used to play like this is a whole other story. We used to play dartboard games with the throwing knife, mm-hmm. and if you know people weren't good at throwing it, so if it hit sideways, it bounced back at you. And the deal was, if you caught it, you get to throw it again. You get a rethrow. It's like a mulligan, but you got to earn that mulligan. And that's we were we were yeah, done. We were on like drugs. How many all right? people actually caught the knife? I would all the time. I was. I you caught it? Yeah. You like, just go. <laughs> you just go for it, and if you get cut, you get cut. Just be a man, you, Eric. You be a man. Did you get to throw it again if you got cut? I feel like you don't deserve it. No. Oh, yeah. You lose. So so how many of you, did you ever catch it and not get cut? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How how often I'm would surprised. you get cut? Like what's the ratio? Uh you know, I was pretty good. I stuck it on the board most of the How many time. scars yeah. do you have on your hand from that your game? hand? It's only a couple. But uh no, that's uh that's just good clean fun. That shit you do in high school. When you're on drugs and uh, don't think about any repercussions whatsoever. You're going to get community service from this podcast. <laughs> I know. They're going to listen to it. <laughs> we owe you, you motherfucker. It was, four, it was 20 years ago. Uh, yeah. Uh, but then, so we're tripping. We got sidetracked. Megan's story. <laughs> I say the whole name again. She, uh, I've been trying to run this bit on stage. I've done it once or twice. Mm-hmm. But So we're tripping balls. And I believe she had just broken up with JP, and we're his friends, and she starts tripping out. And me and my buddies, we're having a blast, you know? And then she's like, oh, my God. And she starts panicking, freaking. She starts holding her face. And she goes, my face, it's melting off. It's (laughs) melting. She starts screaming. And we're in my garage, garage door open. And she just runs out of my garage like she's on fire, like screaming, ah, running down my block. And we all look at each other, and we just shut the garage door. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, I can't deal with that right now. There's no way. I'm bringing her back. I'm having a good time. I mean, yeah, and if you guys are in that... The garage that you're used to being yeah. into, just even the door opening and you seeing the outside, you're just like, oh fuck, there's a lot of shit out there. <laughs> she just ran and ran, and 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 we never knew what happened to her. We didn't call or text her. <laughs> and the joke I do on stage, I just say, and we never heard from Megan's story again. But that's the truth too. In reality, like I don't know what happened that night. I just knew I'm tripping balls. I'm not gonna chase that fucking negative energy yeah, down the, the block the, and yeah. get get thrown down that rabbit hole oh man and then this is gonna get weirder and darker but then we had all these guns because my sister's <laughs> <laughs> my sister's just waiting until you accidentally you're like and then we murdered someone <laughs> my sister's boyfriend was a thug and he had all these guns, and I was in high school, and not a criminal, or maybe a little baby criminal, but not a real one. And he's like, hey, hold on to these guns for me. And I was like, ooh, guns, cool. It was just a thirty-eight special and a deuce, deuce. And nice. a, yeah, and yeah, uh, just, some small guns. just a little handguns, you know, local <laughs> crime, you know, a little, little armed robbery never hurt nobody. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. And actually, I'm sure it's hurt lots of people. <laughs> yeah, it actually, uh, my cousin's in prison from that right now. Free baby bozo. Anyways. Um, Joshua, if you're listening <laughs> in prison, that's a shout out for you. He then changed congrats. his name from Baby that's, Bozo to yeah. Baby Sparky, and somehow he smuggled the cell phone into prison because he posts on Instagram. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not allowed, but it's like really dark prison photos. It's depressing. So don't do armed robbery. Get better lighting. Anyways, yeah, yeah on, get better Sparky. lighting. Uh, he probably has to hide it from the guards. Anyways, uh, boy, we go down rabbit holes on this podcast, don't we? 
I'm holding on to these guns. We're playing with them on mushrooms, but you know they're not loaded. I'm I'm a little little bit sane, uh-huh. uh, precautious. And then it, it's uh, so there's three guns. There's two handguns, but I have a BB gun rifle. And then uh, my buddy Andrew from Amsterdam Story, he opens the garage. And we didn't know he was coming, and we literally all just go, and we pull the guns on him, and he's just like this, like, what's happening? And we're like, we're on mushrooms, we got guns, and he's like, oh my god, <laughs> that's a terrifying statement. I'll be like, he's like, put do them I, away. Do we're I like, run? Wanna, Can I reason with yeah. you? And we we're like holding, it, like, you want to play with them? And he's like, no. I'm like, all right, here, throw the knife. <laughs> here, hold the knife then. And, uh, yeah, you know, I don't know where I... It's a lot of weapons to have around when you're doing lots of drugs. Uh, by any... Uh, I'm not promoting gun violence or armed robbery or drugs. These are just stories from the past. <laughs> just to be clear, everybody. But if you want them in your past, too, you have to do them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the only way to... If you want to stop living like a bitch, cool. yeah. <laughs> go get a gun. No, I do not own a gun. Thank God. You're trying to be cool, though. I have too many uh, knives, though. All right. Who, all right. I guess we'll just cap it off with some nice shit the pants stories. Okay. Uh, Tony, I know you got a lot. This isn't my pants, though. This wasn't any You pants. shit someone else's pants? <laughs> <laughs> they had it coming. Um, <laughs> I, so uh, my girlfriend at the time, her best friend, her best friend's boyfriend, two couples are getting this condo in this beach town somewhere in the East Coast. Uh, and it was a loft. So, you know, it, it one big room, essentially. So whenever uh, Julie and Brad w- upstairs would fuck, w- it would be so apparent. We could just hear everything. Um, so they're fucking, and then they stop suddenly. Did you know their names before? Did you hear their names when they were fucking? <laughs> that's <laughs> the only way to be sure. Like, your friend and, oh, Brad. Uh, and Brad. <laughs> 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 so loud up there. Uh so we hear them fucking, and we're uh, we're trying not to pay too hard of attention. And the sudden stop, they both go, "Oh my god, holy fuck!" And then a whole lot of stomping, and like the balcony doors swing open, and vomiting goes on outside. And then uh, my girlfriend was like, "Julie, are you okay?" She's like, "Help!" And we're like, "What the fuck?" We go upstairs. She she's got her sheets on her, but. Covered in shit. There's oh shit. There's diarrhea everywhere. God. Like a puppy got on the bed after it was outside in the mud. It just Whoa. fucked the she whole... She said help? She said Yo, help. Yo, lock the yeah. doors and I'm jump in don't the shower help. and yeah. burn this the with building. Nobody. I would right? never want anybody to see me like that. But that's a, like, cover your mouth yeah. so no one hears your scream or anything. I, I'll yeah. share a short story for sure, but I'm never going to, like... Say, hey, help me wash my yeah, fucking... Yeah, come check out the evidence of oh, how yeah. bad this check is. Check out these God. sheets of this place we're renting. By the <laughs> lot less... Check out these sheets I ruined. Um, it's a lot less funny in the moment. So, like, they... Uh, he uh, shit on her? That's the thing. Or she I think shit she everywhere. Shit because he... All right, so he's on the she balcony. Shit, she made she, him yeah, vomit. Yeah, she oh. shit, she made him vomit. So my ex is taking care They're of Julie, victims. helping her out with towels and, and uh, not hugs. And... Uh, Brad's outside vomiting over the balcony into a parking lot. Uh, still nude, by the way. He's like he's like stomach to knee in poop. He's got poop on him, and uh, he's naked vomiting over this balcony. And I'm like uh, trying to help him. I got him a towel. And he's like, dude, you won't believe it. Blah. And he's telling me blah between you know little puke bouts. 
And um, he goes inside. I look. Julie's crying. Brad's disappeared. My ex is trying not to puke. And uh, two years later, Julie and Brad got married. After still the poop? together. Yeah. Still Did together anyone tell that day. story at their wedding? <laughs> I got invited to the wedding and I did not go. <laughs> Missed I'm, opportunity. I do not yeah. know these people, but I mean, what can be more intimate than that? Yeah. Like I mean, you're if you linked can survive for that life. Yeah. You're linked for life. Yeah. There's no. Uh, <laughs> you don't yep. poop on someone without marrying them. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the right thing to do. <laughs> That's kind That's of right. If I you don't to propose to the girl. <laughs> in the end and it didn't help. <laughs> it, it did. Know. It did. They got married. That's a sweet yeah, they're shit still, story. They have like yeah. kids now. They're very, very happy. Yeah, they couple. have kids and they shit on each other. <laughs> <laughs> tradition, dude. Family tradition. My sister shit on a trash can when we were little kids. And I remember my mom was hosing it off, throwing up. And I'm like 98% sure my mom shit her pants <laughs> while she was doing it too. And uh, I was a little kid, though. I've had a lot of close calls. Like one time I was coming back from dinner and then going somewhere else with, with an ex, now well, now ex at the time, girlfriend, uh, and something from dinner made me really sick and I needed to shit so bad and I was like sweating and I'm like racing the clock, driving as fast as I can. I'm like almost in tears it's so bad because i don't want i'm driving too i don't want to shit my pants while i'm driving with my girlfriend in the car yeah and i you know i told her i was like i'm just stopping the car as soon as we're in the neighborhood we get to the house um i'm living with other people there's like five people downstairs in the living room watching tv or playing video games or something I stopped the car in the middle of the street to let her park, and I just stopped it. I go running out, like, jetting inside and up the stairs to my room and stuff, and everyone's just like, hey, Eric, what's going on? And I just left, and then she told them what was going on, and I came downstairs and just had all sorts of new nicknames. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, poopy pants? I didn't poop my pants, though. I made it. My grandma pooped her pants once in front of a mentally handicapped kid's face. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was the best response. In front of his what? face? What? <laughs> Is she evil or it was just an accident? I don't understand. <laughs> hey, kid, come here. I want you to look at something. <laughs> Take that, dummy. Uh, <laughs> She's trying to fart on him. <laughs> we were walking back from uh, church, so it starts out super innocent. And there's like a foot of snow on the ground. And uh, my grandma's wearing these heels in the snow, and she gets her heel caught in like a, a storm drain thing. Yeah. And and I'm super young. I can't help her pull it out, and she doesn't want to leave her shoe and walk an extra couple of blocks to get home. And there's a guy on the block named Arnold who was like, uh, mentally handicapped and he was always like super nice help people carry the groceries is his thing and uh she's like arnold help me <laughs> he's reaching down and we're walking frantically by the way i didn't know she had to shoot her pants uh or, or had, to, had shit. to shit yeah the pants part was extra uh and he's yanking at her foot we can't get her foot out of or we can't get the shoe out and he's yanking yanking and she just starts to shit because it's too late and 
it went through like the threads of the pants. <laughs> oh, and, like, it was just all wet. Did she say anything? <laughs> like, Did she give him a warning? She, like, hey, I'm about to shit, or I am. I shit. think she was like, oh no, but to... I know she gave him twenty bucks, <laughs> and then we walked home like that. <laughs> she gave him twenty bucks. Sorry I, I about went... the pink eye, kid. Here yeah. you go. <laughs> <laughs> go get some soap. <laughs> Sorry, you're gonna want to go to the doctor. He's probably like, here's your copay. He's like, why is her pants changing colors? <laughs> it was like going down her leg. If he didn't move the his hands, the snow's turning right to point. mud. <laughs> yeah. You reminded me of a story about my cousin. We were in Mexico, and she was wearing American flag shorts. I don't even know if it was on purpose or what, but that's just what was happening. And there was a white star on her on her booty, on her fucking booty hole. And she was a little kid. She must have been six. She shit her pants. And we just, we still make fun of her to this day. And we call her Brown Star because that white star <laughs> turned into a Brown Star. And it was the funniest shit. When you're a little kid, you're like, Brown Star. Yeah, you're not living that one. Yeah. Time. That one's staying and, with you. Uh, no, yeah. 25 years later, we still call her Brown Star. She uh, cries. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> she shakes and cries. All, all <laughs> no, sad. It doesn't care. It was 25 years ago. I was, I'm not uh, a proud star. Kid. I'm, okay. I'm a college I'm graduate. Okay. <laughs> I have a master's See, degree. kids, you can do anything. Yeah. No matter what happens when you're young. People don't forget. Brown star. You guys pushed her to success. Hey, That's Arnold. <laughs> Arnold would never forget that. Hey, Arnold, remember Grandma Rosie's asshole, huh? <laughs> Yo, chocolate starfish, huh? Well, it was horrifying, weird. and then I got 20 bucks. <laughs> so pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, Money does really kind of solve all problems other than, you know, uh, other than like the real problems. You know, yeah. <laughs> But yeah, if someone shit on me, I'd want to fight them. They're like, here's fire on the Like, ah, yeah, we're yeah. good. Hey, I, was kinda you know what? I didn't want right. those jeans anyway. <laughs> I can buy new ones. Yeah. I'm a millionaire now. I'm a millionaire. I, I miss my uh, local homeless lady. She's not around anymore. Piss Cup. Uh, I really miss Piss Cup. She would shit like 10 a.m. in broad daylight in the street. And her presence is, she's been pushed out. I don't know where she's been. I'm mm-hmm. a little worried. Damn. I don't think I would miss that. They're gentrifying the streets. <laughs> gentrifying, dude. I miss piss cup. I miss her cup. She'd always piss in a cup. She would piss in a cup. I mean, I think her real name's Maria. Good guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I don't no, know she... why you would even ask that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty straightforward nickname. <laughs> Yeah. How'd you get the name? I thought uh, I, I shit I shit in bowls. <laughs> I called her shit cup. <laughs> Didn't stick. Piss cup. It just rolls off the tongue. Um Yeah, she would shit in the gutter in the middle of the day. It's really nice. That's uh you know, at least it's in the gutter. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it seems like the right place for shit. At least it's not on your front porch. Yeah, that'd be a problem. I uh yeah, she's already nicer yeah. than your grandma. Yeah, 100% <laughs> nicer. I shit in a church parking lot when I was on cocaine. Tell us about that. I For the for those of you who have done coke, a lot of times it's cut with baby laxatives. So if you do a bump. Only the bad stuff. Only the bad stuff, not the pure, pure <laughs> Peruvian pure. Uh, but uh, So it's cut with baby laxatives. So a lot of times you have to take a shit instantly. I was at this house party, 
and there was this one bathroom house party. There's 300 people there, so you know the line for the bathroom. It's always, yeah, it's always, always a fucking line. But, mm-hmm. And, it, you know, uh, guys just pee in the bushes, but I did not have to pee. I had to pee out of my <laughs> asshole. So uh, I was like, all right, here are my options. There should be a separate line for that, for sure. (laughs) Jeez. Those two options. Either I cut the line and bomb. Coke shits are, they're, 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 they're fucking uh, bowel cleansing. They're bad. They're real bad. It's like taking laxatives. So it, it cleans you out. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can either cut. It was a Halloween party and I was in costume. I could cut the line to the What were you dressed as? I was a, a, a 70s, but I had a. Bell bottoms, leopard high heels, tight shirt, you know, bandana. And I was like, either I can cut this line of 20 chicks and a couple dudes that probably have to shit or they're waiting in line to do coke in the bathroom. And I could cut them and bomb it and ruin it for all to follow. But everyone would be banging like, hey, asshole, you know. So, And then I was like, I can't do that. It's too embarrassing. So I went and I just started walking the streets and I had to shit. So I go across the street a couple houses down. I'm about to shit on this guy's front lawn. As I'm about to do this, pants around the ankle, the car pulls up. And I'm like, "Uh uh-oh. And they're fucking headlights. I'm pulling my pants up. And there's these two Vato dudes. And they fucking fucking go, what's what's she doing, fool? And I was like, and I just fucking. You stole them? No, I just. Yeah, I didn't tell them I was shit. And I was like. I have to pee. I'm at that party right there. You, they could hear it, and I was just going to piss in the bushes. I'm sorry. And they swept me a little bit, but they let me go. Thank God. I had their newspaper and everything, because I had to wipe my <laughs> ass. So then I fucking just... I'm in heels, too. I'm fucking six-inch heels, platform shoes, and I go. And there's a church. I'm like, oh, fuck it. And I go, and I shit in the church parking lot. And I just squat, and I pull my pants down. And when you squat, you piss straight ahead. So I pissed all over my costume. And uh, I didn't shit on myself, thank God. But then, I'm and then I drove there, and then I had my regular clothes in the car. Oh, thank that's God. Good, at least, yeah. So I had changed because I'm covered in piss, probably a little poop. But I cleaned up with the newspaper thanks to the vatos. <laughs> and then, uh, and then I go back into the party just in jeans and a t-shirt, and everyone's like, "What happened to you? You're just in the costume." And I was like, "Oh, I shit my pants uh, at the church uh, over across <laughs> they the street." Still stole that I did, but nobody believed me. Oh, and then they're like, "Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, sure, you know? whatever. We don't want to be in the costume." <laughs> and I was like, "No, either. I did." Like, ah, oh, you're like crazy. And uh, <laughs> yep, that's it. I love that. It's good and topical since Halloween just happened. Yeah. All right, we're good. Let's plug you guys and be done with it. Um, You can follow me on social media at Eric J. Friedman. And you can follow me at Tony J. Solano. And then tomorrowsnobody.com is where you can find all of our cartoons. All right. These are my fucking homies. They're animators, funny, comedians, and shitter of the pantsers. Eric, we'll get you there. (laughs) Coffee didn't do it. The coffee was good, but... Yeah, I'm okay. I hope uh, this podcast doesn't affect my career in any way. <laughs> but, One uh, of them will. But this is <laughs> this is what I got, people. Community service with Craig Conan. All right, thank you for listening.